Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. How about those Oscars, huh? Yeah, they were fantastic. What a great show. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what the results are because we're recording before the Oscars because we're going to be too tired to record afterwards. That's true. Well, Cheryl will be too tired. Definitely. Yeah. So what's going on in the Disney Parks blog? Uh, on Disney Eats, you can vote for your favorite Disney park snacks in Mar- Munch Madness snack bracket. That's right. Disney's getting into the brackets. And uh, if you enjoy college basketball, you know that March is traditionally the NCAA tournament and March Madness. And everybody's got a bracket for their 64 teams. Well, Disney does not give us 64 snacks. Uh, They have just 16 snacks. And beginning on Monday, March 13th, if you go to the Disney Eats Instagram page, there's going to be a new snack matchup. Uh, There will be four rounds, two, no, three rounds. Uh, And it will uh, all come together with the championship, which takes place on Friday, March 31st. Uh, so round one, do you want to go through what the competition is? Sure. The churro versus the churro toffee. That's right. Those are both from Disneyland. I've never had churro toffee, so it's going to be hard neither, to vote. Neither have I. The grilled cheese versus the mac and cheese cone. Oh, mac and cheese cone. That's a that's a winner right there. That was good. The choco smash candy bar versus the Matterhorn macaro- macaroon. All right. Uh, the Mickey beignet versus the mint julep. I don't know. That's a tough one. These are all Disneyland. Well, that was the Disneyland uh, bracket. Now we get into the four Disney World uh, matchups. The Dole Whip versus the Night Blossom. All right. I also don't know what the Night Blossom Uh, is. The Night Blossom is a layered icy drink with some boba uh, on top of it. Very much like a kind of a sweet This is hard because I only know like some of them. Right. The Cheeseburger Spring Roll, which I've had, versus the Lumpia. Lumpia. Lumpia, which I've never had. Which is available in Animal Kingdom. All right. The Liege Waffle versus the Wookiee Cookie. I know you're a Liege Waffle fan, mm-hmm. so I know where your And the going. Lunchbox Tart versus the School Bread. I and have had both of those. Bread. I do love the School Bread. Yeah. So, uh, as I said, you can head over onto Instagram and uh, vote and see how the bracket turns out. That's so fun. We will be watching it intently. I probably will, actually. I just, I just have to install the Instagram on my phone. Mm-hmm. I think Isabel will be watching that closely as well. Yes. For the first time, Disney Parks takes center stage at South by South Southwest 2023. That's right. South by Southwest, if you don't know what it is, it's a conference and series of festivals that celebrate the convergence of technology, film, music, education, and culture. And that usually takes place every year down in Austin, Texas. And for the first time ever, uh, Disney Parks and Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeMauro showed up and there were some Disney panels. Uh, So Josh talked about how Disney tells stories through tools, technology, food, music, visual effects, Disney characters, kind of the whole schmear of what Imagineering does. Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of the highlights of the conference were that they had the Hulk suit there. Uh, So they talked about the exoskeleton and how performers can bring these larger-than-life characters to life. Mm -hmm. Uh, They also debuted their newest robot. Uh, that is on rollerblades. Cool. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, and the robot can fall, get up, and do uh, somersaults. Pretty neat. Which is neat. Uh, and rumor is that this might be a Judy Hopps, uh, turn into a Judy Hopps robot. Okay. Uh, and then the the big thing uh, was that they uh, also showed the t- uh, Tinkerbell. So they now have what they call a, a life-size interactive Tinkerbell. She's in a lantern, mm-hmm. uh, just like she kind of is in Peter Pan. You know, she's in a little box. So she's teeny. So she's tiny, like three inches tall, mm-hmm. and she talks and interacts with you. Okay. Uh, this was debuted uh, back in 2021, 
uh, where they, they tested it, but now it looks like this might be something that they could bring into the parks as part of a meet and greet where yeah. this tiny Tinkerbell actually interacts with guests. That would be neat. So a nice way to see uh, Disney celebrating their 100th anniversary uh, as a company and, you know, being part of South by Southwest, which they've never done before. Right. At Raglan Road in Disney Springs, they are going to be having a St. Patrick's Day festival from March 16th to the 19th. That's right. If you want to celebrate all things St. Patrick's and Irish, there's only one place to go, and that's Raglan Road in Disney Springs. Uh, did you know that uh, craftsmen from Florida were actually brought – I'm sorry, craftsmen from Ireland were actually brought to Florida to build the pub? I did not. Yeah, so they've got all sorts of stuff going on, including uh, lively entertainment. They will have five outdoor bars, dancing, uh, fish and chips. And I think that's one of your new favorite things is the fish and chips window that yeah. they have at Raglan Road now. Yeah. Um, so they will have some uh, special dishes like a dry-aged prime short rib, a brisket beef OMG burger, shepherd's pie, fish and chips, uh, which is at Cookies of Dublin is the name of the new counter. Uh, you can also wet your whistle with the Raglan Road Signature Brew Flight, their whiskey flight, or check out their craft beers, wines, and hard-crafted liquors. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day, however, uh, there will be a charge. Uh, they will open up at 11 a.m. Seating will be on a first-come, first-served basis. Guests 18 and over will have a $20 per person cover charge. So uh, check that out in Disney Springs. All right. There's a new Silver Cinderella's Coach Popcorn Bucket at Disneyland in honor of the 100 Years of Wonder. That's right, but it's not just a regular popcorn bucket. It's a premium popcorn oh, bucket. Okay. So you know what that means? It's more money. That means it's $30. Uh, the popcorn bucket, it's nice. It's a pumpkin-shaped coach. Uh, it is platinum in color, and it sits on a set of royal purple wheels. Those happen to be the colors of the 100 Years of Wonder celebration. Uh, there is a C emblem on the side doors and a picture of Cinderella in her wedding dress looking out the window. Uh, it's the same design as the 70th anniversary Disneyland uh uh, popcorn bucket just in new colors. What I like about it is because it has the wheels, mm -hmm. you can actually set it somewhere to be right. on display versus some of the popcorn buckets are, you know, roly-poly and don't quite sit right. Exactly. Uh, the popcorn bucket also comes with a Disney 100 Years of Wonder lilac strap. Uh, and uh, you can find that around Disneyland. I'm sure it will make its way over to Disney World as the 50th anniversary celebration wraps up. And the 100 years uh, winds up. Yes. And now we go from Disneyland across the country to Walt Disney World in Florida. All right. At the Magic Kingdom, where they are still working on Splash Mountain, they have now cut a giant hole. That's right. That area that was marked with spray paint last week mm -hmm. is gone and has been replaced by a hole. So okay. the uh, Splash Mountain facade now has a giant new round hole in it. Uh, it is covered right now. Well, not covered, but there's some blue scrim up, so you can't really see what they're doing. Um, but uh, something's yeah, happening. Something's happening, and it will be happening for the next year or so. All right. And we will give you every piece of news. Oh, yes, we will. Speaking of giving every bit of news, they are continuing the construction on the Tron Light Cycle Run snack stand. That's right. The stack snack stand, as you know, is set up in the courtyard of the Tron Light Cycle Run in Tomorrowland. And uh, they're still continuing construction on it. If you're in the area for a preview, uh, if you're lucky enough to get a Tron Light Cycle Run preview, the snack stand is not yet open, but it is covered, uh, well, it is blocked by rolling planters. 
All right. So um, that's uh, that's about all we have. We so don't know. So exciting. We don't know what kind of snacks they will have there, but I'm going to guess uh, Coca Cola. Yep. Uh, and Mickey bars. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw in churros. Okay. Yeah. You think? We'll see. All right. For those that are lucky enough to get a preview of Tron Light Cycle Run, uh, they can now see the Team Green post show. That's right. We mentioned this before, and we weren't really sure what is going on, but the whole purpose of the post show uh, is to showcase the incredible culture, capabilities, and values of Enterprise Rent-A-Car. All right. If you make the reservation... Hold the reservation. You don't even know what it's supposed no, to be, what do is you? It? <laughs> I don't know. I need a minute to think about it, but uh, but you don't know. No, but Seinfeld is right. You can, yes. They know how to make the reservation. They just don't know how to hold the, the reservation. reservation. Tomorrowland is going to be closing a little early to guests as they are having a scheduled media preview event for Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. This will take place on March 14th, which is Tuesday. They will be closing Tomorrowland beginning at 5 p.m. Uh, they will close all attractions at that time except for Buzz Lightyear's Light Ranger Spin, Tomorrowland Speedway, and Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, which will all close one hour later at 6 p.m. Maybe it's because of their placement in Tomorrowland? Probably. Okay. Um, do you know why the whale crossed the ocean? To get to the other tide. Yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor submissions. It's a good one. That and why didn't the teddy bear eat his dinner? Oh, because he was stuffed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard these two. Now that we're done making funny with the haha, ha uh, we can talk about the fact that Impressions de France has returned to its previous operating hours. That's right. Due to the uproar of reducing it to just half hour of showtimes in the mornings, uh, you can now catch Impressions de France at the Palais du Cinéma between 9 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. in the morning, and then again from 7 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. in the evening. So get all your France stuff in uh, during those times. The Beauty and the Beast sing-along is being shown at the Palais du Cinéma between 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Very good. Test track and land pavilion displays have been added to Living with the Land at Epcot. That's right. You know, one of my favorite attractions in Epcot is Living with the Land. You Absolutely. get on the little boat. You go through the uh, uh, the area with all the food technology. Right. Uh, and they, you know, every now and then they've, they've changed things up. They put a Christmas display in there on occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now they've added a little version of the land pavilion in one of the flower beds. Uh, they've also added some, uh, some race cars and some racetrack in one of the beds. Uh, and that celebrates uh, Test Track. And earlier uh, last week, they uh, added a figment with a rainbow and a little tiny version of the Imagination Pavilion. So just some of the things you can look for while you're on the boat. The test track thing is really lame. It is. It's like a matchbox cars (laughs) track. Yeah, it's a little odd. It looks like a kid got in there and just set his stuff up. Which is what makes it so awesome. (laughs) All right. Some giant decorative background pieces have been added to the Roundup Rodeo barbecue roof. That's right. They are two new pieces. Uh, one of them, actually both of them, they, they, they overlap each other, so you can't tell where one ends and one begins. Uh, but one of them uh, features Stinky Pete the Prospector, <laughs> uh, and the other one features Buttercup the Unicorn. Uh, and both uh, look like they've been drawn by Andy and set up on the box for the uh, build, the box that represents the building. Right. So uh, let's see, when is Rodeo Roundup opening up? I first, don't know. First week in April, I believe, isn't it? 
I'm hoping we get there. I have to see if we can make reservations. I All think, right. I think they're going to be hard to get for a little while. That's right. It actually opens up on March 23rd. And once again, the pricing for this family-style dinner is $45 per adult and $25 for children. And that price is the same for both lunch and dinner. Uh, it's going to be a problem because the uh, reservations open up on March 23rd while we're on a cruise. Oh, I know. Oh, no, the, the rodeo, the, re the restaurant oh. opens up on the 23rd. So the reservations are already available. Yes. We missed that boat. Due to daylight savings time, the Tree of Life Awakenings uh, seems like it's ended. That's right. Darn you, daylight savings time. Uh, you know, one of the benefits of going to the parks during the autumn and winter is that sunset is a lot earlier and usually before the Animal Kingdom Park closes. And over the past few years, they've developed, thanks to projection mapping, right. the Awakenings shows that are displayed on the Tree of Life. Mm -hmm. However, once daylight savings times comes and uh, Days sunset, get longer in the summer. Right. The days get longer and sunset takes place after the park closes. They have no option but to suspend the Awakenings shows. So as daylight savings time switched on, you know, between March 11th and 12th, right. uh, that is now the deal. Uh, but they normally do have three varieties of the show. They have the Disney medley, the Lion King, and Journey. So um, if you want to see it, you know, head back there in the fall. <laughs> right. So in entertainment news, uh, we mentioned last week that Bob Iger was at one of the Morgan Stanley presentations uh, at which he talked about some of the changes that have been made. Uh, he has said that he believes that streaming um, could be priced a little higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it does deliver a high-quality content, and it's a really robust platform. Uh, however, he did say that he believes that they were very aggressive in pricing in the parks, uh, in changing the costs there. And right. he says that they need to be able to rationalize that and provide uh, an experience that justifies those costs. I think that's a very fair assessment. Yes, agreed. Advertisers are paying a little bit less to advertise during the Oscars this year. That's right. You know, we were going to advertise during the Oscars this year because of the drop in costs. Um, this year, Disney is, I'm sorry, ABC, which as we all know is a part of Disney, is charging between $1.6 to $2.1 million for a 30-second spot. Uh, and that is a change. Last year, it was between $1.7 to $2.2 million. Uh, so they did go down uh, $100,000 on each of those. Uh, there are a ton of advertisers already lined up. Uh, and one of those that uh, you saw if you watched the Oscars last night is Hyundai. Uh, they have started an advertising alliance with Disney. They have a 60-second commercial, which is probably going to be closer to 3 to $4 million for them. Right. Uh, and during the 60-second commercial, uh, you will see Disney char characters like Alice in Wonderland, Jasmine, Aladdin, and the Steamboat version – I'm sorry, Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse. Uh, and uh, they will sing uh, When You Wish Upon a Star in the background. So you mean Jasmine and Aladdin have given up their magic carpet and now they drive around on a Hyundai? That may very well be what the uh, story is about. <laughs> I don't think Disney would let them get away with that. So check out the Oscars tonight and uh, and see if you enjoy the Hyundai commercial. It's, right. it's not the Super Bowl commercials. No. But this is kind of big, I guess, for Hyundai. And we're done with uh, Walt Disney World, so let's see what's going on down the street uh, with our friends at Universal. All right, some news over at Circus McGurkis. Uh, they have some new serving plates and baskets. That's right. Circus McGurkis is a sit-down restaurant. Well, is it? It's a counter-service restaurant, right. but there's tables. Yes. Um, and uh, that You don't is, have to stand up and eat your food. That is in the Seuss land. It's not Epcot. 
That is in the Seuss Landing section of Universal's Islands of Adventure. Uh, and they have debuted, as Cheryl mentioned, some new plates and baskets at Circus McGurkis as we bring you this hard-hitting news. Uh, and they are red and white striped. So a very whimsical, circus-themed uh, set of serving utensils. <laughs> Beverage? No, what are they? Because they're paper. They're not it would really... Be flat, uh, that, uh, I know it wouldn't be flat Dishware? Wear. Dishware? Paper but dishware. Paper dishware, I guess. Disposable so. dishware. <laughs> The nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle will be returning to Universal Studios Hollywood soon. That's right. Uh, They were on a hiatus for the holidays. uh, And the nighttime lights at Hogwarts Castle, which is a projection show, uh, takes place every 15 to 20 minutes in the evenings. uh, And uh, that will be taking place in Islands of Adventure. Okay, good. In the Harry Potter Hogsmeade section. All righty. Audience participation has returned to Celestina Warback and the Banshee Show at Diagon Alley at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. Uh, since they've been back in late 2020, uh, the show has only performed three of their four songs because the fourth song, uh, You Charm the Heart Right Out of Me, is a audi- is an audience participation song, at which point uh, Celestina's backup dancers go out and take a gentleman from out of the uh, audience, uh, and uh, she sings and dances with him. Uh, so they are back to uh, doing that again. Nice. So uh, check that out if you're in Diagon Alley. So that's all the news today. We hope you enjoyed the Oscars last night if you watched them. And Cheryl's pick was for Best Picture? Everything, everywhere, all at once. All right. And we hope she's right because there's $100 million riding on this. Really? Yes. Uh, And uh, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 